Welcome back to the Electrify podcast, brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo, North America's largest EV festival coming to a major city near you. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode. I'm, of course, your host, Joe Boris, and I'm here today with Samuel Bruno. He's the CEO, founder of Tyga Motors. Tyga is really exciting in the power sports space. They are, uh, you know, they've been called the Tesla of power sports. They are building some really incredible uh, power personal watercraft called the Orca, which is the Orca and the Orca Carbon, all electric watercraft, high power, high torque, really neat stuff. And then also now you've got the uh, electric snowmobile, the Nomad, which was actually, I think, your first product, right? Yeah, that's right. We started with the electric snowmobiles. Yeah. So, um, you know, Taiga is really exciting. We had Sam on the show uh, about a year and a half ago when they were first coming out with this and they were still in the prototype stage. Uh, we've come a long way. You've done, you know, uh, your first million in revenue and sales. You've been delivering these products, not only in uh, North America, but also I believe uh, you've started shipping some nomads to Europe. Tell us a little bit about the uh, the journey so far. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been quite the incredible year and a half since we last talked, as you mentioned, really transitioning from that uh, pre-commercial phase into production is a big challenge for any vehicle manufacturer, especially when it's a first ever new product launch in its category. So over the past 12 months, we brought into production the electric snowmobile, the Nomad and the electric watercraft, the Orca. Uh, two completely new vehicle platforms, each with almost like a thousand unique parts in them. Uh, so ramping up that production through the supply chain into the assembly line, and then finally getting it out to customers' hands has been extremely uh, rewarding. And I think that the teams really come together in a time, unprecedented times in terms of supply chain volatility uh, to overcome a lot of challenges here to be able to get these vehicles out and vehicles also that, you know, this is the first time ever an electric snowmobile has been certified or an electric watercraft has been has been certified for for sale in, in North America. So there's a lot of hurdles that you're overcoming for the first time to get these products into customers' hands. And we've been very happy with the response. So I think, you know, the goal for Taiga from the beginning, the mission was to be able to create electric power sport vehicles, off-road vehicles in this new space. They would be able to go head to head with the best gas ones out there, provide all the thrill and functionality that people are looking for in the space at a cost that can be competitive with gas ones to be really able to accelerate the electrification in this in this off-road space, which has a pretty heavy environmental impact. And the key was to show that we're able to do that with these initial production units. I think we're very happy with that. Got a great customer response. We've been able to win some awards. So the, the both these units, the, the watercraft and the snowmobile, were uh, won in Time's Best Inventions for 2022 awards and, and multiple others. Uh, so we were able to show that you know not only were the prototypes amazing, but the vehicles that we're delivering to clients are are really performing at a high level and uh, you know meeting the brief that, that we wanted to achieve. Yeah, and you've done a tremendous job. I'm glad you mentioned the Time article. I actually have it up in one of my tabs. It was something I was going to mention. So uh, uh, kudos to you guys. Well deserved. You know, one thing that gets overlooked, I think, when we talk about Taiga is how much of the technology behind the vehicles was actually developed in-house. And you had 
some support from the Canadian government. They've been trying to support green initiatives and green manufacturing. But when you look at the batteries, when you look at the electric motors, the controllers, the software, this is not where, you know, like a lot of the e-bike brands that are buying off the shelf components and putting it into a, uh, a frame and calling it their own brand. This is really your technology. Can you speak a little bit, obviously without giving away too many secrets about, uh, you know, basically the scope of what you guys have built for uh, for yourselves there? Certainly. Taiga is quite unique that way in the in the off-road space, you know, really inspired from that Tesla model and vertical integration. If you want to create the best vehicle possible, be it in any kind of application, you really have to start from scratch and integrate all the technology with the vehicle platform itself. Um, so for these electric vehicles, especially in the off-road space, there's a lot of unique challenges that are presented. So we started from a clean sheet to develop the batteries, the motors, and all the electronics to be able to address all the challenges in the off-road space, such as obviously uh, cold temperature operations when you think of snowmobiles, you know, high humidity, salt environments when you're looking at the watercraft, uh, really high power density because these vehicles need to be lightweight. To, to function in their different environments, going through snow, going through water, being able to maneuver them easily. And then really high shock and vibration environments where you think of big jumps and, and waves and kind of off-road bumps. So these were all kind of unique challenges that are less present in the on-road space that we had to address. So that's where we started from a clean sheet, uh, developing our own motor from scratch that can deliver a really high power for a low weight output battery technology that can work very efficiently in cold weather temperatures. So our battery technology is a very unique thermal man uh, management system wherein you can operate it at really high power levels continuously with, without reducing your power output and also not lose too much range in cold temperatures. So at minus 30 degrees Celsius, we only lose about 5% range compared to warmer temperatures. So when, wow. you, compare, when you compare it to on-road EVs, that's a, it's a huge difference. Oh yeah. So and I actually, um... I don't mean to blindside you with this. I know this wasn't anything that we talked about before the show, but you know, it, the technology that you guys are developing to enable this kind of extreme weather performance and consistency of performance, is that something that down the road you guys think would be able to license to an OEM or uh, you know, even an over the road truck firm that might be looking at what you guys are doing and going, how come we can't do that? Let's, let's see what these guys are, have got. That was and this part of Tiger's fundamental mission. So we started with these products, developing the technology from scratch, knowing that it's some of the hardest applications in the world for EV powertrain technology. And we knew if we could make a compelling electric snowmobile that can go head to head with the best gas ones and the, the watercraft as well, and have this platform, it would scale into other verticals um, that were maybe a bit less challenging, but also have these unique applications that don't translate well from on-road powertrain technology. So there's a lot of, you know, the volume of off-road is very quite substantial, but broken up into many different smaller markets. These people buy combustion engines typically from various larger suppliers because they can't justify building their own combustion engines or electric vehicle powertrains to meet these more niche applications. But this is where Tiger can come in and hopefully help accelerate the electrification in some of these other spaces that aren't being touched right now. And that's such a, it's almost like we planned this. It's such a good segue into my next round of questions. You know, 
um, there's two EV brands, you know, EV startups that are out there right now that are getting a lot of press. One of them is Archimoto. They're good friends of ours here. One of them is uh, Aptera. And, and they're also friends. We've known them. We've you know met with them at a couple of industry day events and things like that. They're good guys. And it, it seems like both of those companies have a similar concept of like this right sized this is, you know, a vehicle that's 99% for one commuter or two commuters to get back and forth, carry a little bit of cargo, do a little bit of delivery work. And, you know, obviously one is a, a much higher technology and composite. The other one is tube frame, more conventional design. But both of them seem to be about like the same size as a snowmobile kind of thing. So, you know, I have to wonder if if that's something, if that's a market, that kind of personal vehicle um, that Tyga has looked at and, you know, looking at kind of the fate of those vehicles over the last couple of months, is it something that gives you pause or do you guys think that you're, you're so far removed in a different direction that it doesn't really impact what you're doing? There's a lot to digest there. Sorry. (laughs) From a product standpoint, um, the markets are very different. I think that that's one of the key differentiators and Tiger really made the decision to focus in the in the off-road space. So right now we're the only ones producing electric vehicles in this space in, in the off-road power sports segment. So that gives us kind of a, a unique edge. But I think especially it's a it's a fit kind of product fit with with the customers. There's a great fit for electrification when you think of a, a watercraft that operates on a lake. You know, kind of like people want performance. We're able to deliver that long range isn't uh, so much a, a target use case for a customer. You're operating kind of in a bounded space. Uh, you ride for two hours. That's great. You know, your your body is tired after riding no, no, you're a high done. level, yeah. a high level yeah. of performance with these with these vehicles. So we can really meet the range brief and operate in these extreme conditions. I think it's very challenging, and we're seeing this with electric motorcycles on road as well. Is at those price points. And what customers are, are looking for in terms of commuting, in terms of range, is often difficult uh, to, to, to meet that versus in the off-road space where people are looking a lot more for the performance aspect. And the baseline cost of these vehicles is, is much higher versus an on-road motorcycle, uh, let's say, for comparison. That's in, entirely fair. I think also... You know, and and I I know this is something that you guys have considered when you are someone who enjoys water sports and enjoys snowmobiling and enjoys, you know, four wheeling and getting out into the wilderness. Part of that, you know, whether you consider yourself an environmentalist or a conservationist or not, there is that appreciation for getting out into nature. There is that love of it. Right. Um, And I think that being able to kind of feel good about that and not make the noise and not make the smells and not upset the neighbors, whether they're on four legs or two legs is a huge part of that market. And I think that also plays to it where, you know, not to get too philosophical here, you know, when you're talking about an Aptera and Archimoto, you're kind of changing the way that people view mobility and transportation. When you get on a Taiga Orca, the only thing you're changing is your expectation, right? Because the performance is instantaneous and it's right there and you're dealing with that technology. But the, the, the way that you think about it is very much the same. It just kind of takes it to that next level. Um, you know, once you've, you've seen the snowmobiles in action and, and obviously, um, you know, we talked about this originally that the snowmobile thing is much inherently safer because it doesn't cause, you know, potential avalanches or anything like that with the noise. Um, 
you know, are, are you seeing that the, the rental markets are picking up on this, that the hotels are picking up on this? Because I feel like if you were a hotel operating a bunch of, you know, wave runners or jet skis in the past, you had to have a mechanic on hand, but something like this with the low maintenance and the reduced moving parts, you really don't need that guy anymore. You'd kind of just need someone with a, a laptop for most of it. Right. And this, these things kind of run themselves. Yeah, these products and these electric products are a great fit for everything that's commercial operations on, on rental fleets and kind of mountain operations or park operations. So these vehicles are vehicles that drive a lot of kilometers. Uh, they do use a lot of fuel. There's a lot of maintenance involved in, in off-road vehicles. And so snowmobile really changes that experience wherein the powertrain can last the lifetime of the vehicle with no maintenance associated to it. You have no oil changes. Uh, you don't have to go refill a jerry can at the gas station and bring it to your vehicle and, and refill your vehicle. This is like plug and play. You know, you drive for the day, you plug in overnight, you come back out, it's charged. It's a really seamless experience where you will get a lot more time riding overall, less time spent in, in the garage and going out and bringing it to dealers and, and fueling. Uh, so yeah. it's really, really a, a shifting experience. And I think on what you said before is very accurate. And how, how do you get mass adoption in a new industry is, is very difficult to push consumers to change their habits and go somewhere else. And the way that we like to say it, that's possible is if you provide kind of a no compromise experience. So how do you take what they're doing and make it better in every way? And that's what we were trying to do with our vehicle platform. So you know, not only better experience because it's quiet out in nature, there's no emissions, but also better from a performance standpoint in terms of acceleration, in terms of drivability, handling dynamics, really how do we build an overall better experience so that people can jump this new electric platform? And I think that becomes very hard when you're trying to convince someone of going, let's say with a three-wheeler, which is, like you said, entirely new market space that they're maybe not used to. Yeah. I, and and I think that's right. And I think you, you guys have a tremendous advantage here. You know, when, when I look at what you guys are doing, I always think of next steps, you know, is it going to be a campus vehicle? Is it going to be a, uh, you know, some kind of maintenance lawn equipment, lawnmower, motorcycle, you know, it could be anything, right? I mean, you guys are definitely not going to stop with the, uh, with the power sport, with the personal watercraft and with the um, snowmobile. So, you know, I, I have two questions about that. And the first one is going to be, is there anything that you can share with us in terms of like what other markets you might be considering, let's say five, 10 years down the road so that we don't give away any uh, immediate product plans. Um, but the second one is much more practical and, and we don't have to talk about this if you don't want to, but, you know, I look at a personal watercraft as a summer type of vehicle. And I look at the snowmobile obviously as a winter type of vehicle. And I know from having watercraft in the past, when you have to winterize them, you have to put the battery on a charger, you have to stabilize the fuel, you have to drain the carbs, make sure everything is super dry. And, you know, it, it's kind of a kind of a pain for these vehicles when they do sit for a long time. Um, is there any kind of winter prep that you need to do for these things or, or I guess summer prep in the, the, the form of the Nomad? No, so this is one of the big benefits of the electric vehicle and kind of reducing the overall maintenance requirements. So there's very little uh, storage requirements, be it for summer or winter. 
uh, it's really, you know, it's better to keep it covered if you can <laughs> to maintain, you know, the body panels. And, and there's nice a Tiger brand cover available at the accessory <laughs> there, shop. There it's... definitely is. <laughs> but overall, you know, you don't even you don't even need to plug it in. You you need to store it at an an SOC level, state of charge level that's acceptable. Uh, so it can you know make it through make it through the year. But we've actually designed these vehicles to have very minimal vampire drain compared to let's say uh, most cars on the road. Whereas you can leave if you start around ninety percent charge, you can leave this vehicle unplugged for over three years and the battery won't be drained. So we really what? thought in terms of user experience, you know, these are vehicles, sometimes someone will put it in their shed for a year or two, maybe they won't have time to use it, maybe they'll go traveling and only get back to it. So it needs to be able to be you know, running when they get back. We wanted a minimal maintenance experience for, for all our customers. That's phenomenal. I mean, if, if you're listening to this and you have not had this experience, like the idea that you could leave this thing in the garage with a full charge and come back a year later and just turn it on and it's going to work. That's phenomenal. And you're telling me it's even longer than that. Like, I mean, I was already a fan, but like just that right there, that that's, that's tremendous. Um, yeah. I don't even know where to go with that. So I'm just going to leave it and just uh, it put that five stars and big headlines in the article that, that goes along with this. Um and again, future product markets that, that you guys are interested in, not necessarily that you'll go there, but things that you're looking at. And, and maybe we'll word it another way. You know, if we are um, interested in this space and we're interested in electrifying everything and moving the world away from fossil fuels, what are some of the markets that we might not have considered that you guys are uh, keeping an eye on? The big next market for us, and we've talked about this slightly before, but you know we have under development. We're moving forward on the electric side by side platform, and it will be sooner than oh, five cool. to ten years from now. So that's a as a very big market space in terms of the off road kind of power sports. It's the biggest market in volume of vehicles. There's some really great electric applications there again from a commercial operation side, uh, also from just a a pure and a performance standpoint. You can get amazing, you know four-wheel drive, electric motors, and you, you have amazing acceleration. So you can have uh, a bit of the universal approach here to accelerating electrification in this new space. So we're very excited to bring the technology that we, the technology platform that we've developed for the snowmobiles and the watercraft into the side-by-side -side space. So that'll be the next step for Taiga. That's, um, that's really exciting. I mean, I've seen what you guys have done firsthand with the uh, Nomad and the Orca Carbon. I've actually snuck my way onto a couple of Orcas uh, over the last year, and I've really enjoyed that experience. So um, I'm sure you're going to do a better job on that than, um, let's say, some of the other people who are playing in that space. Uh, and I say that as a compliment. I hope it's taken that way. Um, you know, for, for people who are interested, who want to see your products, I know you've got a network of dealers that you were building out. Or I think you have a network of dealers uh, in the U.S., I know you do several live events and you guys go to these things. How can people uh, experience one of these for themselves, try it out, see if it's for them? Um, you know, obviously uh, North America and then uh, Europe as well. Yeah, like you just mentioned, uh, we have a, building out a network of uh, dealer partners that will have some demo uh, events going throughout the year. You can also sign up for a demo directly on our website. Um, on e either the watercraft or the snowmobile platform. And we have demo tours going on across North America in the winter for the snowmobile and the, and the summer for North America. 
And if you happen to be in Miami, in, in the Miami Boat Show in February, we're actually going to be there with the, the watercraft. Um, so I think that's coming up in a few weeks and there might be some demo uh, yeah. opportunities there as well. well. I'm in Chicago. It's like four degrees right now. So Miami in February sounds phenomenal. <laughs> All right. That sounds great. And then obviously follow Tyga on uh, it's Tyga Motors on Instagram and uh Twitter and all that good stuff. Um, you guys don't have a TikTok, do you? do you? Do you get up and dance on the TikTok a little bit? We do have a TikTok, actually. You really? <laughs> yeah, that's some, phenomenal. Yeah, some some more uh, you know focused performance focused videos on there, especially on the snowmobile, is pretty popular platform. Oh yeah, that sounds great. So follow these guys on TikTok. I mean, uh, if you just haven't followed these guys, they they do tremendous stuff, and their their activations are always great. So definitely follow along, subscribe to the podcast. And uh, when you're listening to this, go to uh, obviously the website and we will have in the show notes, a number of links and videos and stuff like that. It'll be great stuff. Uh, Mr. Bruno, thank you so much. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, you and I have been doing this now for a couple of years. I hope we continue to do it in the future. And I can't wait to see what's next from Tyga. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for listening to the Electrify podcast brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo. Be sure to catch full video episodes on YouTube at Electrify TV and follow along on social media for daily clips and more.